Roberta, that was just absolutely breathtaking. That is your gift. It's your gift to the world. And I appreciate it. As all of you have done this morning, I feel like I've been to church and what am I doing here? You know? But there's more. So the first question would be last week's uh, spiritual practice. Um, this comes right from the metaphysical, uh, uh, heart-centered metaphysical book. So I thought, you know, I'll ask the question, add love to everything we think, do, and say. Was anybody aware of that um, this past week? No, huh? <laughs> Good. A couple people. Um, you know, it's funny because we're to live in love all the time, so that seems like a question that you shouldn't have to ask yourself. But I've had to ask myself this week. You know, I'm a current events buff. We all know what's happening in current events. And at first I was angry because I'm angry. And then I said, what am I doing? Go to prayer. Now, I'm not saying it was because of my prayer. I'm saying it was an answer to my soul that things started moving when I allowed the anger to go and the prayer and love to come. So that's why Unity asks these questions. That's why they want to know, what are you doing with your love? And when you know God's plan, you're going to be really interested in living. So it's, it's really a path that we follow. So... When Greg asked for a series, I came up with The Obstacle is the Way. So it seems like an odd series, but I just loved it. And the Stoic philosophy, a method for excellence in any and all situations. Well, I could say that same thing about unity. It's a method for excellence in any and all situations. And sometimes I consider unity... To be a philosophy of metaphysics, that it teaches us how to go forward. To know that it's simple. It's not easy always. You know, I really felt justified in my anger so many times in my life. And I had proof why they made me angry. And, and to understand that the solution is in the love. That love isn't just like some like little airy-fairy thing we do. It takes courage. It takes courage. You know, it was interesting. I had a neighbor call me down. And, you know, they, they do that sometimes, and it's kind of funny. But anyway, he called me down, and he said, I got a really nasty letter from my from my son. And he says, I really don't know what to do about it. So I want to ask you, what should I do about it? And I always have an answer. That's why they ask me So I said, forgive him. The whole energy changed. The whole, and I know what nasty things from kids are like. Not that my kids have ever been nasty to me, but but you know what? The energy changed like that. His son called. They had a conversation. All is good. This stuff works. 
It really works. So the Stoic way, the first week, August 1st, we studied the discipline of perception. It takes skill and discipline to bat away the pests of our uh, bad perception. It takes skill and discipline. We're not playing. We're having fun, but we're not playing. Well, Charles Fillmore says, sweep away the cobwebs of your mind. You know, this batting away, bad perception, this sweeping away the, the um, cobwebs of our mind, that's not easy to do. And some of this stuff is from when we were little kids. And, but it's the only way to move forward in denials and affirmations. It's the only way to allow prayer to come through, allow forgiveness to come through. What should I do about it? Forgive and love. What did Jesus say? Forgive and love. Do not judge. So the discipline of action was our second week, August 15th. With persistence and flexibility, we will act in the best interest of our goals. Best interest of our goals. Action requires courage. So to know, like sometimes people think that going to church makes you avoid life. I have found it totally opposite in the philosophy of unity that going to church helps me build a better life. John and I, in our, um, what do I say, John? Our mature years. Um, John and I look at our family, look at our grandkids, Look at the actions that they're all taking, and it's because of unity and faith, because we have other faiths in our family, that you will like how you live. You will like this, as Myrtle Fillmore says, won't you? So unity, as far as action goes, says we will develop our understanding of how divine ideas translate into thoughts and imagine in our thoughts for the purpose of manifestation. So in Stoic philosophy, it's action. In unity, it's manifestation. Same thing. The difference, I would beg to say, is that in manifestation, we have exactly what we were talking about, is the absolute spiritual power of the Holy Spirit. So that things begin to happen that are miracles brought to us by the Holy Spirit, who we were promised by Jesus. Jesus told his apostles, in my name, my Father will send you the Holy Spirit. And I always say she. There's a a lot of us out there that are saying she for the Holy Spirit. We say the Father, you got the guy. The Son, okay. The Holy Spirit is ours. But to understand that we're both masculine and feminine. So, but the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Think about that. My Father in my name will send you the Holy Spirit. Who will, she will teach you all things. And you will have a remembrance of what I have said. You have to Google it. I don't know the Bible passage. It's my favorite and I don't even know the Bible passage. You know why I don't know it? is because Jesus warned us. He warned us about living by the law. 
Now, I love people whose intellect is just on fire. I just think it's great. But to know every Bible passage to me is living by the law. And Jesus says, no, you need to live by the Spirit, the Spirit of the law. So I know what that Bible passage means. That I have some energy within me that is going to teach me all things. And I will have a remembrance of a man who transformed into a uh, spirit of God. I will have a remembrance of what he was trying to teach me. So today, we're in will. And that's great because will, this month, is unity's power. So that's a lot of fun. And, you know, the color is silver, so you're dressed appropriately, Greg. That gray silver. Um, I, I carry my silver with me. <laughs> um, so will in the Stoic sense is will is our internal power. Now listen to what the Stoics are saying. They always blame, uh, or not blame, but I don't, know, I, I don't have the word for it, but they always point out that the Stoics don't have feelings. That's not true. And, but they just are just in a self-control, which is one of our fruits of the Spirit. So it's not anti our teaching. They have self-control of what they're doing. So will is our internal power, which can never be affected by outside world. In actuality, the will has a lot more to do with surrender than strength. So that's what you're saying. Thy will, not mine, be done. That's strength. That's strength to be going uh, to going through this world. And that's what I did with my anger this week. I said, you know, your will, not mine, be done, and went into prayer. And like I say, for me, for my answered prayer, movement started to happen. And then in unity, what do we say about will? Will moves to action the other faculties of mind. Do not act, I love this, right from the metaphysical book. Do not act until you know how to act. Do you know how many times I've acted before I have known how to act? And you want to know the mess I make? Because I won't slow down. Because we got to get with it, you know? So don't act until you know how to act. And we're already promised that we have this Holy Spirit that's being sent to us every day, one day at a time. And so that we will know how to act. So the obstacle in the way has been a lot of fun and to understand that the Stoics say true will is quiet humility, resilience, and flexibility. Have we not had to have resilience during this pandemic? No other time that I can remember, um, although I am old enough to remember polio, and that was that same type of resilience we needed. Um, 
So the will is not bluster, and it's not blind ambition. One of the one of the things, and, and you know, from an Irishman, this isn't probably a good thing. But one of the things when people say hard work, I hate that because surrendered will is what we need to move forward. That doesn't mean that you're not going to work hard. But work hard implies that you're making it happen. And I got news for you. That's not how it works. So I like that we have this understanding that we can always think clearly and creatively. We quiet our mind to that still small voice. We must learn poise and courage, which I think the Fillmore's had. Myrtle especially had the poise, and Charles had the courage. I mean, do you, can you, and I mean, they had it combined, by the way, as a couple. John and I always share. We share poise and, and courage, don't we, John? Anyway, so, um, because, I mean, they bought a farm for us to go to. And then they thought, geez, what do the people need? Oh, well, we're going to have to put a restaurant in, and then we have to put a pool because people need to have fun. And they put a beautiful pool in. And, you know, they, they did things that would serve the people. They had the will for it because leadership takes determination and energy. Leadership takes determination and energy. Will is fortified with wisdom. It's the discipline of the heart and soul. You know, it's funny. Will, metaphysically, the, the power centers are here. Will and understanding. Will and understanding go together. But the Stoics say that will is in the heart and in the soul. Jesus wanted us to live with, the Christ of Jesus wanted us to live with love. So we're always drawn back to this area. So to understand that the world is going to be unpredictable, but will allows us to be happy in spite of appearances. Well, that's what unity's whole um, statement of faith is. There's only one power and one presence in our life, God the good which tells us that we can be at peace even in spite of appearances. And we do have a lot of appearances going on in our life right now where people need prayer. But in spite of those appearances, we can have peace and love and joy. And that's pretty neat that we can understand that there's a force greater than the appearances we're looking at. And unfortunately, what's happening in our family right now, we have five people now who are dealing with health issues. And so John and I, as the um, older uh, uh, people in our family, you know, we even at times will have survivor's guilt. Because... We don't want these young people to have to go through this. 
And then you know what happens? These young people who are going through some issues, they start to lead us in spirituality because of the way they're acting with courage. And that's why Eckhart Tolle says in his voice, Leave life alone. Because we all think we have the answers for everybody and ourselves. And there's so much more of a mystery going on than we can ever comprehend. So it is true that we can leave life alone. That doesn't mean we don't have our job of loving. That's always true. The Stoics call this the inner citadel. The inner citadel. I love that. And that's because no external adversity can ever break down with their, their virtues, wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. That's the Stoic. Well, the power of faith, in our belief, is the firmament, which means the hard ground, the stone, upon this rock I will build my church. And what do we say? The same thing. No external adversity can ever break our faith down. We are faith-filled people. We are a faith-filled family. We are healing in faith. And sometimes, yes, we have died as the young ones, as my 38-year-old niece did. But nothing, including that child's mother, nothing in this adversity has broken down our faith, our love, our peace, our kindness, our joy. We are in an understanding, and my sister is way, way Catholic, as I am way, way unity, or mystery. We are faith-filled. We are faith-filled. And yes, I have those days when I'm angry. And I have those days when I'm complaining. And then I realize I never knew how happy I was. You know, when something hits you in adversity, the question should be, did we forget how happy we were? Were we grateful for that? And also to understand the healing that takes place. My nieces. Three little kids are thriving. Thriving. So, we don't have to fix everything. We have to live it and we have to love. We have to forgive. And we shouldn't judge. Although my daughter does say I'm judgmental. I say, I'm playing. She goes, well, it's not funny. So they make you you behave. Whether you want to or not, they call you on your stuff. So understand that will works with the power of understanding. So will is Matthew Silver, and understanding is right below. And understanding is Thomas. And the understanding in unity will quicken And the will will strengthen. So the understanding quickens our will. And we have understanding 
um, and it's strengthened by confidence that comes as a result of inspired knowledge. Think about that. So will, which moves all the other powers, is strengthened by understanding that gives us confidence to understand that we are, um, I have to find it, we are in divine mind. That we have conscious contact. You know, the whole 12-step program is set like that. To have conscious contact with your higher power. There's not a place that we can look if we're studying spiritual principles that we aren't told to have conscious contact. I just looked at the time, right? So I will close now. (laughs) I'm sorry, this is my last Sunday of the series. I got a little carried away. But so to understand that the highest expression of human will is willingness. The highest expression of will, and I will close with that, is willingness. So all you really have to do when coming to spirit in prayer is, I am willing to be willing. Amen.